Hebrews chapter 11, verses 6 and 7. But without faith, it is impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. I want to read it again. But without faith, it's impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Verse 7, by faith, Noah being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. There's a lot in just this one verse. But today, what the Spirit of the Lord wants to speak to us is what we want to receive. And so as we look at verse 6, without faith it's impossible to please God. In order to receive anything from God, we must be God pleasers. If you're taking notes, just write this down. In order for us to receive anything from God, we must be God pleasers. Shall we just close our eyes and please pray this prayer after me. Lord, open my eyes to see your truth. Jesus. Lord, open my ears to hear your truth. Lord, open my mind to receive your truth. Lord, open my heart to keep your truth. Let me be a doer of your word and not a hearer only. Let me bring forth much fruit to the praise and glory of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, speak, Lord. I will listen and obey. In Jesus' name, amen. Hebrews 11, verse 6. But without faith, it's impossible to please Him. For he who comes to God must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. God says here, through his spirit, through the writer of Hebrews 11, verse 6, that in order to receive anything from God, we must be God-pleasers. And that which will cause a person to please God is faith. Faith will cause a person to please God. Faith is pleasing to God. When we have faith, we please God. In short, those who please God will receive that which they ask God for. When we please Him, God gives to us that which we are seeking God for. So we see here in chapter 11 verse 6, God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. But without faith, you cannot really diligently seek Him. So, diligent seeking and faith are linked together. When we diligently seek God, we must seek Him with faith. It's not about how many times we get up and say, I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus. If you don't have faith, it's not going to work. So, when we go to God and ask Him for something, we must ask Him with faith. And what are you supposed to rest your faith upon? 
God is speaking at this hour. What are you supposed to rest your faith upon? Your faith must rest upon the fact that God is there. That means He is the omnipotent, that He is the omniscient, that He is the omnipresent. Your faith should rest on the fact that He is the great I am. Your faith should rest on the fact that He can do all things, that He is there. It's not that we just go to His presence and we just say, God, I don't know if you're there or not. Lord, I don't know if you're hearing me or not. I don't know if you can do this or not. But if you are out there and if you can... I mean, people who don't know God, in times of emergencies, they can do that and God does hear it. But if you really want to be like the people in Hebrews chapter 11, who brought the impossible into the realm of mankind and brought the impossible power of God by turning the impossible into possible, we need to have this faith. And this faith comes from God. Faith comes from God. The Bible says, God gives to each person a measure of faith. That means He gives to each person a measure, a quantity of faith. And when we receive that faith, God says, I look forward to seeing you put that faith to use. So when you come to God, you need to come to God with that faith. It's like going to the bus or the train with your ticket in your hands. You can just say that, well, I'm a citizen of um, uh, New York and I'm a, a resident of Port Jervis and so I don't need any ticket. No. We need to have that which they're asking you for. Show your pass. Show your ticket. Show whatever you need to show before you can travel on that bus. God says, he who comes to God must believe. They must believe. They have to believe. That is the ticket. Faith is your ticket. And this faith causes you to please Him because even though you don't see Him, you know for a fact that He is there. Even though you don't see Him, you can actually feel His presence because you know that He is there. Because you believe that He is there. Once you believe, you enter into a zone that you never entered in before. A lot of people, they don't know that. They think that, oh, if there is a God, show me, prove me, and all kinds of stuff they say. But you can't prove something that's out of this world. How can you prove something that is out of this world? Our God is spirit. They that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. But how can you worship Him in spirit and in truth if you don't have faith? So faith is essential. It is something that we must have when we come to worship God. When we come to offer to Him anything, we need to have faith. The reason why Abel's sacrifice was acceptable, pleasing, and God regarded Abel and his offering was because Abel believed in God. He had that faith, and because he had faith, he actually produced or gave the best because he knew, I am giving it to God, He's really there. That's the difference. And God regarded Abel and his offering. God is speaking to our hearts there. Whether we're giving to God or whether we are asking from God, we want to receive from God. One thing that is important for us to have is faith. We come to the presence of God and we say, Lord, I believe. 
I believe that you're here. When we come to worship Him, we have to have this settled in our hearts that God is here. Jesus said where two or three are gathered together, He'll be there. That means He's there. When we come together in His name, He is there in our midst. We need to have that faith. And God says here, through His Spirit, without faith it's impossible to please Him. means with faith it's possible to please Him. It's possible to please God. God is not some big monster somewhere sitting and you say, try to please me, try to please me as best as you can and try to please me and let me see if you can know. He actually tells us what will please Him. Isn't that so beautiful? He doesn't say, figure me out. There are some human beings like that. You gotta figure me out as if there's some, you know, prince of the universe or something like that. God is not like that. Even though He's the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, He never tells us, figure me out. He tells us exactly who He is. Isn't that beautiful? He spells it out. He also knows that if He says five times, we don't get it. So he has said it more than a thousand times in God's word. Again, and again, and again, and again. Because every time we hear it, it just goes a little deeper, a little deeper, a little deeper. He knows us. He knows our frame and he remembers that we are dust. And so according to us, he works with us and he speaks to us. And he gives to us that which we don't have and which is faith. The Bible calls that precious faith. Faith is very precious. Because if we don't have faith, we cannot go to heaven. We can't. We need faith in order to be saved. If we don't have faith, we cannot get healed. We need faith in order to get healed. Faith is necessary when we come to God. He who comes to God must believe that He is. That means He is the great I Am. He is the one who did all the miracles 2,000 years ago. He is the very same God who Plunged the Egyptians in the middle of the Red Sea. Oh, he is the same God who caused the five loaves and two fish to multiply. We need to have this subtle in our hearts that God did all these things and he is the same yesterday, today and forever. Some people say that, yeah, I believe that he did back then, but now I don't see it so I don't believe it. If you believe the word of God and if you believe that the God of the Bible, of the Old Testament, is the same God of the New Testament. And he says, I am the Lord God who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That means Old Testament, New Testament, and the continuation of New Testament. He is the same. What miracles he did back then, what miracles he did back then, he is able to do it even now, and he still does it even now. We need to have that settled in our spirits that he can do all things. Job said that so beautifully. He said, I know, Lord, You can do all things. And no plan of yours can be thwarted. We need to have that cell in our hearts that He can do all things. That He is the omnipotent. He is the omnipresent. He is the omniscient. When we have this settled in our hearts, then we can go to God with that faith that. Now, the next part is, He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. How can you diligently seek Him? Unless you have faith. Right? Someone says, hey, I'll hire you for X amount of dollars per hour. And they say that you can start working from Monday onwards. And you get that, you hear that, and you get very excited. Then you start feeling that. What if if I go to work on Monday and work the eight hours and the guy doesn't pay me? What if I go there Tuesday and do all these things and the guy doesn't pay 30 days after work and then what if I don't get the pay? 
and they don't go to work because they don't believe what the guy told them that he was going to do. Man may fail, but God will never. When he says he will do something, he will do it. So it's important for us to rest our faith upon his word. When he says he is the same yesterday, today and forever, we have to have this settle in our hearts that he is the same, unchanging God. What he did 2,000 years ago, he will do it again. He'll do it for us. He'll do it for you. He will do it for me. And so with that, now you go to him and you diligently seek him. Who is rewarded? Who gets their answers from heaven? Those who go and seek God diligently. That means you go with expectation. The Bible says that your expectation shall not be cut off. The Bible says he will give you an expected end. When? When you expect. That expectation has to be there. That means, no matter what happens, no matter who says what, no matter how things may appear, we need to have that expectation that this is what God said, and this is what I'm going to believe, and this is what I expect. And when you expect, God says, in the midst of everything that is opposite, what you expect will come to pass. Now, let's go to the other half here. He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. So when we come to God, there's such a thing called diligence. That means we sincerely seek Him and we continuously seek Him with everything that is within us. That means it's not that one time I came and said, Oh God, um, if it's your will, do this. But if it's not your will, if I don't get it, I'll assume that it's not your will. And, and I don't want to really trouble you because you have too many things going on and all the people in the world attend to. And so I'm not going to come and bug you every single time for the same thing. Because I know you can understand and you're wise, Lord. You know even before I ask you and so I just ask you one time and just leave it. That's not being diligent. Diligent is you go to him until you get it in the earthly realm. Jesus said the parable about the widow and the unjust judge. You go to God until you have it right before you. God is a God who rewards us. God will reward you. God will reward you. And the spirit of the Lord is speaking today. It's important to have an expectation. You know, with human beings, we can't have expectations because you're not God. With human beings, you can't expect, you cannot have expectations because you're not them. You can't control another person, what you want them to do. But with God, God says, you can actually expect from Him if you believe and diligently go to Him. He gives you this formula, he gives you this principle here, the eternal principle where he says, you have faith and you diligently seek me. Seek me for who I am. You diligently seek me for who I am because you have faith in me. God is speaking at this hour. We go to God for who he is. That means you are diligently going to him for who he is, knowing that he will answer you. And you have this expectation that God will meet me. God will reward me. God will answer me. And he will reward you for your diligence. You diligently seek him. God will reward you. 
by faith Noah being divinely warned of things not yet seen moved with godly fear prepared an ark for the saving of his household I want to stop right here what did Noah do when God came to Noah and God said Noah I want you to build an ark there's this big flood that's going to come upon the face of the earth for 40 days and 40 nights it's going to rain and you and your family I'm going to Give this ark for you so you can go into safety. For that, you need to build the ark. He never built one. He never saw one. And he never saw rain. And he didn't know what flood was. But he knew one thing. God said he was going to do it. And he expected rain to come. He expected the flood to come. He expected what God said was going to happen. And because of that, he did what God told him to do. God is speaking to hearts today. If you expect God's word to come true in your life, then you will believe him and do what God has told you to do. Because what we do shows to God, to the devil, to us and those around us that we truly believe God. So we need to be people who obey God. Whatever he tells you to do, simply do it. When you become a doer of God's word, whichever God says, whatever God tells you to do, God says, whatever you expect from me, and you simply by faith do what I tell you to do, God says, I will reward you. I will reward you. Diligently seek me. Diligently seek me, God says. When you seek me with all your heart, you shall find me. You seek me with all your heart. You shall find me. God says, be diligent. Diligently seek me. Noah was someone. When God told him to do something, even though he never had a clue of what it was, he knew one thing. If God said it's going to rain, if God said he's going to wipe the whole earth with this, if God says make a make an ark so that you can escape, The Bible says, Noah, he prepared an ark for the saving of his household. He really believed that what God said was going to happen. So he built an ark. And as he was building an ark with his family, he said, this is going to protect me. This is going to protect my wife. This is going to protect my kids. This is going to protect my daughters-in-law. This is going to protect our family. This is going to protect all those who enter in. All our animals. All those who enter in. He had faith in the word of God. Because of that what happened, the Bible says, by which he condemned the world and became heir of righteousness which is according to faith. What did he do? By doing what God told him to do. Even though he did not know what it was. Even though he had no understanding of what it was. Even though he never saw something like that before. Because he believed in what God said. Because of that, he entered into the ark. And all those who did not believe, did not enter into the ark. And this verse goes hand in hand with God's word in the book of Mark, last chapter, where God says, He who believes and is baptized shall be saved. And he who does not believe shall be condemned. Those who truly place their faith in the living God show by action that they believe are the ones who become heirs to righteousness. 
and no way here he believed god is speaking to our hearts today whatever you're seeking god for and you're giving yourself over to god wholeheartedly god says you can prepare an ark for the saving of your household isn't that beautiful by faith you can say lord i'm doing all these things because i know that me and my family will get into this ark. We shall be saved. We shall be protected. We shall escape the flood. We shall escape this coming judgment. God is speaking to our hearts today. Whatever it may be. We don't need to know everything. If we have his word that is enough. If God speaks to us, and if He says, this is what I'm going to do in your life, that's enough for us. We don't need to know all the details. And we don't have to say, Lord, I need to make sense of this, and you know how thick-headed I am. And some people talk like this. You know, They sit and talk, and they think that as, as they talk it out, they went before God, and once they went before God, they think that God is this big sponge, He just absorbs all they went. And then they feel, they feel really good about venting, and they walk out. What are they doing? They're just speaking and they're just going. Our prayers must be guided by the word of God. God is not some wall that we just go and just ramble whatever we want to ramble. The Bible says, God is in heaven. Let our words be few. That means when you speak, know that this is the almighty God. That he can move heaven and earth for you. You go to him with faith, informed by his scriptures. Take his word before him and say, God, I believe what you have said. Even though I don't know about the rain, I don't know about the flood, I don't know about anything. You've given me the measurement, but with this measurement I can do one thing. I can build the ark. Do what you can do. With what God has given to you, you can praise Him. With what God has given to you, you can hold on to the scriptures and you can say, I'm going to say no to whatever the enemy brings before me. I'm going to say yes to Jesus. No matter how your situation may appear, you need to understand Once God says something, as long as you hold on to it, it shall come to pass. You know, Noah was building this ark in his family. They were all building this ark. While they were building this ark, you don't see some dark cloud coming and standing and God is giving assurance to Noah. Hey, you see the dark clouds that you never saw before? It is going to rain. It is going to rain. Halfway through, hey, dark clouds. Oh, okay, it may rain. And he had no evidence or no confirmation of anything. He believed in God. We don't need ten confirmations to believe. One word that God spoke already. We don't need it. If God speaks and it goes straight into your spirit, we need to have this in our hearts and say, Lord, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. Now, if you want to know the will of God, you should seek confirmation. But this is for something that you seek from God. God gave you the word. Don't be a doubting Thomas. God is speaking to our hearts today. God is good even to doubting Thomas. But you know Jesus said this, Blessed are those who believe but have not yet seen. That means they are very fortunate. When you believe that which God says, without trying to look for evidence and trying to hold on to something that you want to see, and then believe, at that point, you are no longer in faith. You are not Believing. That's not faith. You don't need faith to believe what you see. You need faith to believe what you cannot see. 
But because he said. Because he said. Because he said. God gave his word to Noah. God said, Noah, I'm going to save you. I'm going to save your household. Build an ark. And all those who believe will enter in. Noah and his family believed. And Noah built the ark for the saving of his household. Did his family enter in? All of them entered in. All those who believed and all those who built the ark, they all entered in. Our God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Whatever you're seeking God for, whatever you're looking to God for and say, Lord, whether it's the salvation of your family members, whether it's the healing of your body, whether it's a financial breakthrough, whether it's marital problem, whatever it may be, whether it's education, whatever it may be, when you look to God and say, God, I am in need of this, God looks at you and He says, do you believe that I'm able to do this? Are you bringing me to your level? Or you want to rise up to my level? How many of us want to rise up to God's level and say, Lord, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. I believe. With all my heart, I believe, Lord, because I know who you are. You've done so many things before. I believe. To the saving of our household. To the healing of our bodies. To the mighty hand of God coming and breaking us free from all the curses of the past. God says, if you believe my word, that my word is true, and you come to me diligently, know this for sure, I'll reward you. I'll reward you because I am a rewarder of them that diligently seek me. That's what God says in His Word. God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Two things God is emphasizing here. One is faith in who He is. His character does not change. And two is our diligence, our determination to pursue Him for who He is. He will reward you. For your diligence. He would reward you. He will reward you for your diligence. And that diligence will only come when you have faith in God. For without faith, it's impossible to please Him. When you please Him, you will move heaven and earth through God. When you please Him, God will do the impossible. He'll make the impossible possible. When you believe Him. How do you believe Him? By diligently seeking Him. How do you really believe God? By diligently seeking Him. Because I believe Him, I go to Him again and again and again and again and again for who He is. Pursue Jesus with all your heart, mind, soul and strength and see what He will do. He will reward you for your diligence. Our Father cares. Our Father cares. He knows all our needs even before we ask Him. But it's our faith that will please God and bring from the heavenly realm to our earthly realm. Answers from heaven. Miracles from heaven. All that we need. Our God has plenty in a storehouse to supply all our needs. Physically, mentally, emotionally, relationally, financially. According to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Wherever we have lack, His sufficiency will overtake. When? When we believe in His power. When we believe in His faithfulness. When we believe in His character that He can do all things. When we believe in the scripture, that if you diligently seek him, he will reward you. And your expectation shall not be cut off. Shall we all stand up together? Thank you, Jesus.